Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. There is great news for all of us who work in the trade show industry because the world, we're coming out of COVID. Things are starting to look up as far as being able to have in-person events again somewhere in the next few months. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Why is it so important to uh, get to back to in-person events? And what could you do now with all these virtual events that are on your calendar? I'm going to give you the tips and tricks and give you some stuff to consider as we come out of COVID. So I hope you're ready. So let's cue up the music. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University, or maybe I should start calling the show Virtual Trade Show University. Hey, I'm your host, Jim Cermak. I have a very, very important episode today as the country continues to open up and what's hopefully going to be the ending of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm going to talk about what's happening out there in the industry, why getting back to in-person events is just so, so important for everybody. And what you could do now to make most of the virtual events that are in front of you over the next couple months. But first, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, which is Audible. You know, as a business person, I love listening to podcasts, and I trust that you do too, since you're listening to this one right now. I learn so much from podcasts. But when I really want to dive into a topic, there's no better way than, do, than just grabbing a book. But I find uh, some of the best ways to make the time to do it is through listening because we're all busy, right? There's there's times in the car, at the gym, when out for a run, just doing yard work or stuff around the house is a great way to listen to a, a great book. There's so many incredible business books to choose from in Audible. So, and I've got an offer for you, a free one, a free audio book and a free 30-day trial of Audible. So how do you do it? Just go to my exclusive link, go to audibletrial.com slash trade show you that's audibletrial.com slash trade show you and you will get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial give it a shot you will absolutely love audiobooks and again make the best use of that time when you're in the car you're out for a run or whatever you're doing uh, where you can't sit down and physically read a book because man it's hard to make the time for it right so get over to audibletrial.com slash trade show you and get a free audiobook today so let's talk about what's happening right now in the events industry 
the events industry overall, it, they're hurting. They're hurting. There's no other way to, to sugarcoat that. There's so many businesses involved when you really think of it. One big national show could bring business to the convention space, to catering companies, restaurants, transportation, hotels, airlines, parking, and so much more. You can keep going on and on of all the industries that are touched by, by the trade show industry. If we want our economy to truly rebound, then we've got to get back to having in-person trade shows, events, conferences, and expos again. We just have to do it. I've heard some companies say that they really don't want to exhibit at trade shows going forward because they don't get the results, and they were able to save a ton of money right now by not going to the show. They're saving all that travel costs, having to take people out of the office and focus, not focused on selling or whatever their, their normal day-to-day is. If you're not getting results, that's typically not the fault of the trade show, okay? That means you're not planning for or you're not working the shows the right way, whether you're an exhibitor or an attendee. You know, but if this sounds like you, I want you to contact me right away. Send me an email to jim at tradeshowu.biz, the jim at tradeshow, the letter u.biz. Send me an email. Explain your biggest struggle. Explain why you don't think you're getting the results. And just for reaching out, I'm going to send you my ultimate guide to goal setting for trade shows. Everything you need for setting goals because we exhibitors need to get better at setting goals and get better at serving the attendees. So reach out to me if you're not getting the results and that's why you're not going to shows and you think that the money you're saving is better than what you would make from the show, then I can help you. I can help you with that. But let's let's really talk about what trade shows and other events mean to the economy. This is a $101 billion industry, $101 billion, all the shows that go on throughout the country. Think of all, like I said, all the, the, the travel, all the food, all the other companies that it affects. Airlines, hotels, convention centers are committed right now. They are committed more than ever to keeping people safe and healthy. They are investing millions into developing new standards, new cleaning products, new procedures, and training their staffs on how to keep people healthy. And you know where probably one of the safest places in America is right now? A hotel room, (laughs) right? Because people haven't been in them in months. So you know the hotels are going to be safe. There is a great article just read in Trade Show News Network, which goes into great depth on what hotels, convention centers, and airlines are doing. It's a fascinating read. I'll drop the link into the article of the article into the show notes. So please be sure to check that out. Feel confident, feel comfortable traveling again. If you don't, I get it, and that's fine. But we do need to get back to these in-person events, not just for the industry but to help make connections, build relationships, face-to-face is where it's at. Everyone, you all know that. You all know that being in front of somebody is the best way to make a connection and build a relationship. You just can't grab a drink or go to dinner with someone after a Zoom meeting. (laughs) You you just can't do it. Plus, there's so many other benefits of in-person events, but live events are still at least a few months away. I've seen, and I'm sure all of you have webinars and virtual events that are lining up on your calendar or every day you're probably getting a new request for for one of these kind of events. You know, I know companies that, that said that they're too concerned about their employees' health and safety to travel for the rest of this year. And I totally understand. I totally get it. And if that's the case, 
make a commitment for 2021 to get back to in-person events after this health crisis is over, of course, and and hopefully everything will continue to get better and get better. We're not going to have a a relapse uh, later on in this year, but get to these live events again. And again, if you don't believe the ROI is there for you, and that's why you're not going to live events, please contact me. I can help you double results. I can do that for exhibitors. So, but for now, for for now, we have a lot of virtual events happening. There's a lot of webinars, and I could probably fill up most weeks <laughs> with of my calendar going forward with all the webinar invites I get. So, how do you make the most of these virtual events? Let let me talk to to first. We'll go over how you can do this as an exhibitor. How do you make the most out of it? I'll give you a few tips there, and I'm going to give you a few tips as an attendee of what you can do to make the most of these events going forward until we get back to these live events again. So as an exhibitor, you're having a webinar, you're having a virtual event, you're part of a virtual event. First thing you want to do, learn all about the audience. You've got to do an even better job connecting with someone through a screen that maybe you're, <laughs> maybe you're reduced to the size of like a three by three inch square on the screen. It's nearly impossible to read someone's body language when you're looking at a little tiny head on the screen. So give yourself the best chance of learning who's going to be attending. What are their interests and needs? What industry is it? You know, take the time to learn all about the audience. Okay. Just like you would for a regular trade show, you need to do even more. Do even more. And if you're not researching your audience before a regular trade show, start doing that as well. So, so critically important to be able to connect by saying the right things, by doing the right things. Okay. Uh, second tip. As an exhibitor, when you're doing one of these virtual events, turn off your email notifications and put away your phone. Eliminate any distractions. If you can get into a conference room, if you can get into your home office, close the door, whatever it is, get rid of all your distractions. You want to make sure you are focused so you could deliver the most value to the attendees coming to this virtual event. So the third tip that I want to give you is to set goals. What do you want to take away from a presentation or a session? Okay, what do you want your attendees to take away? What is your call of action? You have got to have a strong call to action to be able to measure what is the effectiveness of the event you're just doing. Because if at the end of it you gave a great presentation and you were hoping to get a bunch of people reaching out to you, but you didn't ask them to reach out to you or you didn't give them saying, hey, if you send me an email, I will send you my white paper, I will send you, or let's connect this way or that way. Give them something very specific to do. You're not going to know. You may have have 100 people on the line there that's watching your presentation, and if you get crickets afterwards, it's probably your fault and probably not theirs. Okay, You you either didn't connect with them in the right way or you didn't put a strong call to action, but you've got to set goals. And if you say, I want 15 people, and there's 100 people in there, that's 15% conversion rate. How are you going to do it? you got to have a strong call to action, but you have to have the goals in to begin with to see, was this a success? Was it not? Okay? So that, those, those are my big three tips as an exhibitor. Learn all about the audience, get rid of all your distractions, and set good, solid goals. Now, as an attendee, here's a couple tips for you. Number one, commit the time to being at the event, and then also make some extra time afterwards. So if it's supposed to go until 4 p.m., Block out till 4.30 or 5 o'clock. You know, with all the distractions of an office or our home office, 
we can get easily pulled away. So if you don't commit that time, so easy to get distracted. Block the time out just as if it were an important meeting with your boss or with an important client. And then plan that extra time in case the event goes long. So you don't have to rush away. You don't have to get cut off or anything like that. You are going to be there and engaged for the entire event. My second tip before attending, explore everything that the virtual event will offer. Find out what keynotes are going to be there, what breakout sessions you have available to you, what vendor sessions are going to be there, and, and anything else that they're offering. Some sessions may be available for replays after the fact, so determine you know which sessions you want to attend live so that you might be able to interact with the with the speaker, you know, through whether that's through chat or they actually are going to uh, allow you to talk over the event. So which ones can you do live and then which ones can you go back afterwards and watch on replay? Plan for those. See what all they have to offer. My third tip for uh, the attendees, just like a, just like the exhibitors, set goals. What do you want to take away? What is it that you want to get out of this event? You know, there are there companies that you want to connect with or get information from? Is there a solution you're searching for? Whatever the case, set the goals. If you don't set the goals, these things are not going to happen. And also, same as a presenter, turn off your distractions, turn off your email notifications, put away your phone, close the door, make sure you are focused. You could take away as much value as possible. And lastly, my last tip here, network as much as possible. Might not seem possible to do a lot of networking, and it definitely, it's a little more challenging in a virtual event than it is in a live event, but virtual networking can take place in specific networking rooms or via direct message to other members during a presentation. You know, watch the chat as it's going on. You, you see that, that chat off to the side, you know, like in a Zoom meeting, that chat that's going on off to the side. Someone makes an excellent point. Who made it? reach out to that person, give them a direct message. Hey, I'd love love to uh, talk to you afterwards. I think we, we have a lot in common. I think we can help each other out. Whatever it is, connect that way. Or if there's specific breakout rooms that uh, I've been to a couple of these virtual events, fantastic. Zoom has these breakout rooms and all of a sudden you're in a room with maybe eight or nine other people where you have a chance to go one-on-one, -on -one, introduce yourself, interact, connect that way. And if there's someone that you, you, you see a comment, you haven't been able to, to connect with them personally, write down their name, write down what company they're with, look them up on LinkedIn, look them up on the internet, and connect that way. So there's my five tips for attendees. Number one, commit the time to being at the event, block it off. Number two, uh, make sure you understand what the event is going to offer so you can best plan and prepare. Number three, set those goals. Number four, Turn off all your distractions in number five. Take advantage of networking. Even in a virtual event, you could still network. So just make sure that you completely understand this is a new platform for everybody. So there's going to be hiccups. There's going to be bumps along the roads. They're not going to be perfect. Just cut everyone some slack as, as everyone continues to figure out these virtual events. But if you go all in, if you set the goals, you cut out those attractions, you can get great value from these virtual events. So there you go. There it is. Some, some tips. You know, as we come out of COVID, hopefully you have some new ideas on making the most out of virtual events. And please be sure to plan 
to attend in-person events later this year or next year if you don't feel ready to attend this year. You know, the industry, so many industries are depending on people coming back and spending. So many jobs are on the line. So please make that commitment. And it's great for connecting, great for networking. There's so much you could do at an in-person event versus a virtual event. And if you're resigned to the fact that you just don't get enough from shows and you're ready to just quit them and just take them out of your marketing strategy altogether, contact me. We could talk through your struggles. If we can get you to double the results that you're currently getting from your shows as an exhibitor, if you could double your results, would that change your mind? Would that change your mind about going to shows? Contact me today, Jim, at tradeshowu.biz. So thanks for listening, everyone. Let me know your thoughts. What are you doing with virtual events? What's working for you? What isn't working for you? Where are your struggles? I'd love to hear what you're planning. And don't forget, get your free audio book. Yes, it's absolutely free. There's no strings. And you get a free 30-day trial. You can cancel if you don't want. But check out an audio book. It's worth it. So awesome to be able to listen to an entire book uh, while, you're doing your, while you're doing your running, while you're doing your errands, in the car, to and from work, whatever it is. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash tradeshowu. That's audibletrial.com slash tradeshowu. And I'll put the link in the show notes. And please reach out to me, Jim, at tradeshowu.biz. If you are interested in either getting that goal-setting guide, which is phenomenal, or if you're struggling and you're saying, hey, I'm ready to quit trade shows, I'm not convinced. Let me convince you. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for showing up for another class here at Trade Show U. We will see you next time right here on campus at Trade Show University. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.